0: strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of
1: God. Good evening to you bless the Lord and welcome to for Zion's sake we thank you so much for joining us we're the Volks my name is Shelley
2: and my name is June Hi everyone
1: if you've been with us earlier during the week you know that we are studying hopefully in depth Psalms 22 a very powerful prophetic portion of scripture. And as we've done in recent uh, evenings, we want to read two verses that really you should be keeping in mind when we look at Psalm 22. The first verse is in Luke chapter 24, verse 44. Jesus spoke to the disciples and said to them, These are my words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things which are written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 14, Paul's prayer included these words, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. And as we pointed out then, and it's necessary to point it out now, the Greek word for knowledge here is epignosis, which is a more intense form than the normal word, gnosis, as it pertains to knowledge. It expresses a deeper participation in the subject of knowledge. It's a knowledge that influences the one seeking this knowledge. In other words, it's a transforming knowledge. It's not something that you, you hear and say, oh, I know that. But in other words, is the word of God transforming your life? And it's worth hearing Psalm 22 again. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Far from my deliverances are the words of my groaning. O my God, I cry by day, but thou dost not answer, and by night, but I have no rest. Yet thou art holy, O thou who art enthroned upon the praises of Israel. In thee our fathers trusted. They trusted, and thou didst deliver them. To thee they cried out and were delivered. In thee they trusted and were not disappointed. Verse 6, But I am a worm and not a man, a reproach of men and despised by the people. All who see me sneer at me. They separate with a lip. They wag the head, saying, Commit yourself to the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him rescue him, because he delights in him. Yet thou art he who didst bring me forth from the womb. Thou didst make me trust with my mother's, from my mother's breasts. Upon thee I was cast from birth. Thou hast been my God from my mother's womb. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, for there is none to help. Many bulls have surrounded me. Strong bulls of Basham have encircled me. They open wide their mouth at me as a ravening and a roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax, it is melted within me. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue cleaves to my jaws. And thou dost lay me in the dust of death, for dogs have surrounded me. A band of evildoers has encompassed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. They look, they stare at me. They divide my garments among them. And for my clothing they cast lots. But thou, O Lord, be not far off. O thou my help, hasten to my assistance. Deliver my soul from the sword, my only life from the power of the dog. Save me from the iron, from the lion's mouth and from the horns of the wild oxen thou dost answer me. I will tell of thy name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly I will praise thee. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, glorify him and stand in awe of him all you descendants of Israel. For he has not despised nor abhorred the affliction of the afflicted. Neither has he hidden his face from him. But when he cried to him for help, he heard. (coughs) Excuse me. From there comes my praise in the great assembly. I shall pay my vows before those who fear him. The afflicted shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him will praise the Lord. Let your heart live forever forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations will worship before thee, for the kingdom is the Lord's, and he rules over the nations. All the prosperous of the earth will eat and worship. All those who go down to the dust will bow before him, even he who cannot keep his soul alive. Posterity will serve him. It will be told of the Lord to the coming generation. They will come and will declare his righteousness to a people who will be born that he has performed it. Powerful verses, Junie. And just quickly to say that King David wrote this, but we see clearly it was a prophetic picture of the crucifixion of our Messiah, a powerful picture of him dying on the cross. And as as Jesus said, it everything written of him in the law the prophets and the psalms must be fulfilled and we see the full fulfillment in Matthew 27:46 regarding verse 1 and about the ninth hour Jesus cried out with a loud voice and said "Eli eli labach that is my god my god why hast thou forsaken me
2: and really to see Shelley that the exact words that King David wrote in Psalm 22 were the exact words that Yeshua, Jesus, spoke on the cross in his agony, taking our sins upon him. Yes,
1: it's remarkable. We've been looking at verses 2, 3, 4, and 5 yesterday and just point that out again, even in verse 2. There's that same thing, oh my God. Uh, You know, I think of what happened, if Jesus wasn't who he was, he probably would have got so distressed at this time and forgotten about God, but no. He said, my God, my God, in verse one, and then we see in verse two, oh my God, there was a union that could not be broken even though the Father could not look upon him who was the embodiment of the sin of the world.
2: And for believers, when we take on the sufferings of the Messiah, of Christ, let us understand that Jesus really understands in the flesh how beyond him it was as the Son of God and the Son of Man. That when we take on the sufferings of the Lord, the pathway that he made for us, because his resurrected life lives in everyone you, who has given their heart to the Lord, that he meets us and he encourages us to embrace the cross, to love our enemies, to pray for our enemies. That's not human, showing. Yes, Lord. That's divine.
1: Yes, yes. And we see uh, in verses 4 and 5, Junie, That Jesus, uh, you know, was remembering how faithful God was. They trusted. He points out three things. They trusted and thou didst deliver them. To thee they cried out and were delivered. In thee they trusted and were not disappointed. What an encouragement for us, Junie, when we're in a difficult situation. We need to remember what God has already done. And God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It will encourage us in the midst of great difficulties.
2: And what that psalm was explaining, Shelley, was that uh, the blood of the lamb that was put on the lentils and doorposts of the home of the Jewish people in is in uh, Egypt. Egypt yeah. God passed over, and the curse of the death of the firstborn, not only of the human but also the beast. Did not touch those homes where the blood covered that house, and yes. he delivered Israel out of Egypt, yes, kept Lord. them for forty years in the wilderness, and brought them in to the promised land through Joshua.
1: Lord. We look at verse 6, but I am a worm and not a man, a reproach of men and despised by the people. You really see the agony that Jesus, the Lord himself incarnate, felt I am a worm. I'm helpless, powerless. And this is where he was, his condition and being crucified for you and me. He didn't even feel like a man and, and he was despised by the people. Junie, how can we ever even grab hold of this, the enormity of the sacrifice that he's made for you and me and for everyone who knows him.
2: Well, as you were saying, epinosis, there's a knowledge that comes to the seeker that if we're being misunderstood or actually killed when we did everything with a pure heart and out of love, We can remember that, Shelley. Yes, so And we can identify and thank the Lord that he would entrust with us a privilege like that. It's one thing if we do something wrong and we suffer for it. But the New Testament even tells us that when we suffer for doing good, It's pleasing in the eyes of the Lord, and I think that's because it's entering into the fellowship of the sufferings of the Lord of Psalm 22.
1: Really? Verses 7 and 8. All who see me sneer at me. They separate with a lip. They wag their head, saying, Commit yourself to the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him rescue him, because he delights in him. And we see, Junie, this is exactly what happened at the cross. Matthew 27, verse 39. And those passing by were hurling abuse at him, wagging their heads. Luke chapter 23, verse 35. And the people stood by looking on, and even the rulers, even the rulers were sneering at him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if this is the Christ of God, his chosen one. Junie, David wrote, but he was speaking about Jesus yet a thousand years ahead. Wow.
2: And how do we see that for ourselves today? That we might not be delivered or God might not justify us when people are abusing us. Yes, Lord. But we can know By the Spirit, if we did something right and out of love, eternally there is a reward waiting for us in heaven. And how encouraging it is that God gave us eternal life. Through our Messiah.
1: Lord, we just want to say thank you. Thank
2: you, Lord. Thank
1: you that David had a prophetic view and described the crucifixion of our Messiah. Oh, thank
2: you, Lord. May we be
1: drawn closer to you and love you even deeper than we do now because of these words. Yes. In Yeshua's holy name. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelly and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box... 1784 Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784. Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, Shelley and That's Shelley and Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee